This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we figure out our computer issues. We put up two weeks worth of shows, and the Canucks have COVID. How about that? Mighty Ducks thing happened too. It's Face Off Hockey Show. No fucking intro. I'm, I'm, let's just get right to it. We've lost 23 minutes already for the people behind the scenes who don't know what's up. I'm Scotty Waz. There's Johnny P. And we're having a great time with computers today. Cold intro. Hey, I'm having just a fine time with computers. You I got out it all to, to put, work. You figured out how to put two, two weeks worth of shows up. I uh, talked to Sean this morning. Sean uh, O'Connor. Sean, Sean is in. Sean O'Connor. Sean is in for the uh, August uh, 20, the 20th anniversary show. Okay, good. I'm going to have to remind him 14 times before the show. Just, just, just lead up every week. Just remind him every week. Uh, but um, we ported the uh, Face Off Hockey Show feed burner to my Gmail account so I can fix things now in the future. Nice. But uh, apparently... Our shirt finally came true. Uh, we're uh, we're we were big in Texas. Or that was one of our shirts, wasn't it? Bigger than Texas. Huge in Texas. Bigger than Texas. We are bigger than Texas. That was one of the shirts. One um, of the, the gray shirt. I never. Under, I think this that was the red shirt. I don't remember. I don't the gray own shirt. a single one of our shirts anymore. I think I gave mine all to Jen. Uh, but yeah. So long story short, apparently we are too big for feed burner. Wow, and they stopped. Uh, they stopped updating our show. They're like, "Whoa, so, whoa, this is too much show." So uh, I went to Podbean, made a fix. Now we only have two years of shows. On, yeah, so uh, if you haven't, if, iTunes. if you're if you're a hundred and four weeks behind, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I mean, get with the program. Um. So yeah, Johnny, what'd you do with your week? Uh, I went to uh, Blackbear's game. Uh, we had Easter down in the Manassas. Manassas. And uh, I'm going to Johnstown this weekend. I was going to ask you if you were going to Johnstown or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, going I, to, I going figured to out town. today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, so, but for the grace of God, that go I was uh, I was a single shooter on the grassy knoll on Friday night, though. Uh, oh, we really? had one team photographer at the game, not wow. two. So. I like how they gave both you guys props. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's a different story. I can tell oh, you another time. All right. Um, yeah, so I was going to sit in the penalty box because like, yeah. I, I, ha- I have a hockey helmet. I bought a hockey helmet for the, for the reason of sitting in the penalty box to take pictures. And then uh, due to COVID issues and such, uh, apparently when people get penalties, you have to like leave the penalty box and i just figured it was too much to handle so i was gonna just stand in my corner yeah uh, so made that happen i was on the ice a lot just out in the like middle it. of the ice just hanging out and having a fun time yeah 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 waving the scotty on hockey tv great fantastic i don't know if i noticed you or not probably not once 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 i went to intermission it goes that that the, the thing goes off and i go oh. face first in the computer that's uh, right. I I I mute the the low hums of the Zamboni. Uh, so yeah. So nice. That was pretty much it, really. It's just hockey, just hockey, like hockey, uh, hockey. like Little Caesars. Hockey, hockey. Yeah. No, we we have still not heard from them. Sadly enough. Yeah. Um. So maybe not one of buy these Little days. Caesars until we hear back from them. Right. Exactly. Don't get your crazy bread until you hear from us first. Until we tell you it's kosher to buy crazy bread. I don't know if crazy bread's kosher in general either, so 
put that on the docket. Um, all right, I'm going to open Chrome. Let's see if this oh, crashes no. it. If this crashes <laughs> it. Stay in the call because it might still stay recording. Okay. Um, so my weekend consisted of watching, uh, buying Disney, the Disney Plus bundle. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have figured that out. So I've bought the Disney Plus bundle with the Hulu and the ESPN Plus. Uh, and I watched the first two episodes of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Okay. For which we will have an Around the Fish Wraps kind of deal where uh, we will uh, go ahead and I will give you major plot lines. And Johnny and Mark, when he gets here in a couple of minutes, will have to guess them. Guess Perfect. what happens next. Yeah, because I haven't watched any of it. For the first two episodes, do you even I didn't have even watch a trailer? I say, do you even have uh, the no. Disney Plus? Uh-uh. No. Okay, well then, yeah. Well, there you go. Unless it's showing up on HBO Max, I'm probably not going to be watching it because I get HBO Max for free. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah, from AT and T. Interesting. I think if you get if you get another phone and it's Verizon, you get Disney Plus for free for a couple months. Oh wow! So you just gotta have two two phones. Maybe I need another phone. You gotta need another phone, baby. You have a good boy phone and a naughty boy phone. <laughs> so that was my, I, you know, watch it. I'm glad they do it episodically. I'm glad they do it every Friday. It drops. It's not one of those things where they unload everything like the crew on Netflix. Um, which, by the way, fuck, is that terrible? If you haven't listened to In the Draft Show with Wilson and Waz um, to hear our reviews on it, oh boy, is that a bad TV show? Uh-oh. Kevin James is a pit chief, a crew chief. Oh. Not, not great, Bob. Not fucking great. Oh, Kevin James hasn't been funny, like, ever. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> when when was he ever funny? <laughs> so. um, All right, then. That's our week. So let's let's hit some injuries, then. All this right. we can have music for. Okay. okay this good. This we have to have music for. Yeah, because it doesn't really make sense without music for injuries. No, 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 no. Now it's just playing out of your phone. Yeah, because I didn't have the plug-in. Oh. <laughs> now it's not playing at all. Oh, no. And bruised. It's going to be one of those it's shows. It's a hockey show injury report. If we make it two hours, it's going to be a fucking miracle. But yeah, I'm definitely bu- I'm looking into towers tomorrow. Or after the show, I'm going to look into towers. Just so that can just Ultimate be... towers? Yep. Nakatomi Plaza Towers. Perfect. Uh, some injuries. Uh, oh, that's right. I got to bring up the COVID list. I almost forgot. Oh, geez. The COVID geez, list is probably super long now. You can just might as well just put the Vancouver Canucks on this. The Half of Canada. Um, yeah, William Nylander was uh, kept out because of contact tracing. Uh, where's the uh, players unavailable due to protocol? Here we go. Yaroslav uh, Halak from Boston. Uh, we thought Rick Bonus from Dallas, but it was a false positive. FP, as we call it. He was pulled in the second period of a game at, earlier this week. And they're like, oh, he yeah. Was. No. I'm like, That's I mean, he wasn't going to get fired, though. It's the whole Justin Turner method. Like, he got pulled middle of the game because of a positive test, and then he went to celebrate with him. Uh, Los Angeles, Matthew Roy, Joel Armia from Montreal, Ottawa, Jacob Bernard Docker, and Shane Pinto only because they're in quarantine. Uh, William Nylander for Toronto, like we said, they he had close contact with someone who had a positive case. They're holding him out for precautionary reasons. The Vancouver Canucks. 
Travis Boyd, Jalen Chatfield, Thatcher Demko, Alex Edler, Adam Gaudet, Travis Hominick, Jace Horonuk, Niels Hoglander, Braden Holpe, Bo Horvat, uh, Quinn Hughes, Zach McEwen, Mark Mikolas, uh, Tyler Mott, Tyler Myers, Antoine Roussel, Nate Schmidt, Brandon Sutter, and Jake Verchanin. Bingo. Wow. So that is the... So COVID- did, Go ahead. Did they, call up, did they call up District 5 then to play? Or... Well, they kind of, almost. Uh, just about. They're in town. They're in town. Um, so what happened, apparently, through contact tracing through the BC Health Ministry and the NHL, um, it started with one player being positive and getting effect- infected from the community and then spreading it to the room. Well, that's um, usually how it happens. And this is the Brazil variant, so obviously it thought it was Carnival in the dressing room and just got all <laughs> over the place. <laughs> Oh man! So, for a second there, I just feel for like a second there. Fat I thought Ronaldo that there was a player running. on the team named Carnival. Like uh, that would have been good. Yeah, it's all Carnival's fault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the NHL is convinced they'll be able to finish. Uh, the Canucks will be able to finish on time, and we won't lose another day to playoffs. Um, <laughs> so we're, here's hoping that they can finish the full season. And we don't have to go to points percentage because people would be really fucked up over that one. Yes. All right, so I need assistance. Should I go with the citrus squeeze truly? It's a pretty okay. standard. Sure. Or the drop of the base bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout. Oh, um, I brought gotta, that one down too. You got to drop the base on that one, brother. Yeah. I was yeah, going to try biggie, biggie no s'mores. Oh, that's a what? Weird. So they, there's a, a brewery called Three Notched out of Richmond, or sorry, out of Charlottesville. Mm. That uh, that makes a stout called Biggie S'mores, oh, not instead of Biggie Smalls. I know, I get the pun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Thank you. But uh, but they, they, add, they add a bunch of cinnamon and extra shit. This is just the mm. bourbon stout without all the extra shit. Mm. It's yummy. Oh, yeah. But it does, so hold on. Warm, so it hold does on. taste like alcohol because it's a, like 11 point something so percent. You're going to go from... The bourbon stout to truly for the second uh, for the rest of the show maybe I mean the truly is practically water so it'd be like cleansing the palate you know interesting <laughs> that's a uh, major taste difference it's like major pain Damon lands <laughs> uh, other injuries non COVID related Brendan Gallagher fractured his thumb he's going to be out for six weeks took a shot right into the thumb ah. Uh. Boom. Oops, right in the thumb. Right in the knee. He right used to be a hockey player, then he <laughs> took a shot in the thumb. Uh, Carrie Bryce, in the same game, pulled something in his lower body. He's staying back. He's day-to-day, but aren't we all? Uh, Nathan Beaulieu told torn shoulder labrum. He is out for the season for your Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Boone Jenner broke his finger. He's out for the season. And Blake Wheeler is got an upper body injury. He's out indefinitely. He got a uh, elbow right upside the head from uh, uh, one of the Kachuk boys. Sounds about so, right. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, Chandler Stevenson suspended three games for going oops upside the head on something called a Tobias Bjornfoot. <laughs> Perfect. Um, right. He he joined the Blue Man Group once, didn't he? Yeah, no, well, after he got oops upside the head, he thought he was. He started playing the, the PVC piping. It was really insane. Yeah. They are in Vegas. so. Uh, and then Nathan McKinnon got five $5,000 for helmet bowling. That was awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah. Just, He's just giving it back. He just yanked the helmet, uh, helmet off of uh, 
fucking uh, uh, Connor uh, Garland and just wheeled it right into his gut. Yeah. But the reaction was great. It's like he missed the set in volleyball. Uh, it's just like, ah! Ah, it was a fantastic time. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I I feel like that's a side of a kid that we didn't see last year because he won the Lady Big. Right, exactly. Not winning that this year. <laughs> if he does, it's a, it's a, a, a travesty of justice. How great would it be if you could get a 10-minute misconduct and a 5K fine and still win the Lady Big? Right. You, I, I would love that. And the PBA gets him on tour for an event. Perfect. For like a pro-am. Obviously should. Him and Petey Weber. He just throws a helmet down there and sees how many pins he can knock down. He's like, who do you think you are? I am. Ah, oh, good times. Uh, Patreon. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Faceoff Hockey Show. You can go there. You get some different things on there. Every other week, we seem to publish something about how we're getting on ESPN. Uh-huh. Uh, next week, we're doing some things, too, about that. What we want to see on the ESPN Plus side and studio features and the like. Ooh. Um, so you can be like Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. They contributed, so can you. It's uh, patreon.com, so it's Facebook Hockey Show. Every dollar you give to us goes back into the show. And shout out to Ethan, who was uh, chomping at the bit to get to the show for iTunes before Johnny uploaded seven weeks worth. Uh-huh. And uh, he was he, he's added a Spotify subscription too so double those numbers baby that's what you can do subscribe to every podcatcher double our numbers up baby well so it is interesting because uh the new podcatchers uh go right to podbean whereas like itunes uh and some of the older ones go through our feed burner which was what was screwed up Uh. as i mentioned earlier (laughs) as you mentioned earlier uh, so Brandon Dabinsky uh, was not mincing any words, Oof. as he uh, he went uh, all all oh. on Sidney Crosby's case. This is good. Um, boy, it was something else. So obviously, we all know Brandon Dabinsky. He is a player and crushed a lot. Uh-huh. Uh So he made some. Someone asked him about, uh, I guess, Sidney Crosby. And uh, Dubinsky's like, yeah, no, it's uh, it's all well and good that he's a great player. Whiny bitch is really what he is. Uh, punk bitch. Uh, God, I'm trying to find. He also was talking about the Ovechkin and Crosby. I think he was asked about that. I think that's what, what set it off. Yeah. Um, and he, kept t- he was like talking about how it was Ovechkin hands down because... <laughs> Ovechkin's a man and plays hockey and hits people, and Crosby doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Davinci said, "Listen, Crosby is better than me. I never said he wasn't. He's obviously one of the best players um, ever." And uh, it was it was Ov versus Sid. None of you played in the NHL know how hard it is to score goals in the NHL. Seven hundred twenty-four is insane. Sid just whined way too much, and Ovi just shut up and play hard. Um, yeah. Every day he wants to talk about Sid or Ovi or whatever. Fuck Sid. I'll take Ovi every day of the week. Yeah. And then wasn't it like the next night after this all came out where Crosby like flopped on the ice after not getting hit by. Uh, oh, yeah. By uh, by uh, Brad Marchand. Uh, no, but Bergeron. Bergeron. Yeah, it was on a face off. It was on a face off. Bergeron kind of nicks him and he just we have to look for a sniper in the fifth row. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was funny because I saw that 
on Twitter, and then the first comment was uh, something about, I wonder what Dubinsky thinks of this now. And I had no idea, and then I found the rest of it. And I was like, oh, that ties yeah. together well. Uh, I mean, it's a situation where everyone said the same thing about Dubinsky, or Crosby. He's a guy who whined too much and complained too much, and that's why he always got a bad rap. Is every time you see him, he's he's just yapping at the referee for a call. He's like Tom Brady, but not getting the calls. Yeah, I mean Tom uh, Brady does it all the time. Yeah, but he gets the calls now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean I understand I I understand where he's coming from, and you know Crosby is a dirty. He, he punched Boris Balovic in the balls. We we lest we forget that That's awful true. face off. Um, and he you know whines and complains a lot and Sidney Crosby to his to his credit has said in recent years that you know he, he's like yeah maybe I complain a little too much eh, what can you do oopsie poopsie <laughs> I don't think he said it like that but something to that effect he was probably close yeah um and then Crosby somebody asked him about it today and Crosby was like if you guys have any hockey questions I'll answer those he can say whatever he wants and then that was that so Crosby I mean, taking the high road. As you weren't were. going to expect Crosby to say anything, right? Like he's like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> he wasn't going to say. Fuck me. Gonna, Fuck you. <laughs> he wasn't going to say anything. No. Just it would have been funny if he would have started complaining about Dubinsky, though. That would have been like perfect. It'd have been better if the Caps then signed him. <laughs> Dubinsky. <laughs> yeah, just signed Dubinsky, and it would have been fine. Just as a cheerleader, like a red rocker. Sure. Why not? Just be out there on the bench, hang out can you do i mean there can't be any fans listen he he's a guy who played in the quebec international peewee tournament with the alaskan all-stars so you know he's uh-huh. got the pedigree to play yes. in this league right so sure the last time he played was two seasons ago who's to say that's fine uh, he still isn't he hasn't ended up at malmo yet <laughs> no all roads have not led to malmo for him and he's only uh 34 yeah so he can Come still on. play at Balbo. He can still play. We'll have to see how this goes. But, I mean, obviously, we're going to be biased because we're Caps fans. We're going to take Ovi all day, too. True. I would think. Um, I, would. I would as well. I don't know. Something about Crosby style is the same as... It's the same reason I don't like Wayne Gretzky or Mary Lemieux. <laughs> like, it's just... Uh, or even to an extent, Conor McDavid. I appreciate the skill value they brought. Oh, they just seem... Too pompous for me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I was a defenseman, too. Maybe like that's too Hollywood? It. Yeah, too, a little too Hollywood. Uh, you know what? They're a little bit rock and roll. I'm a little bit more synth pop. <laughs> so that's kind of where it goes to. Interesting. Yeah. And in the 80s, I mean. Yeah, no, with the hair. When I had hair, the black seagull hairs. Great. Yeah. Mark, comment. Yeah, your flock of seagull hairs. I totally, truly, completely remember that. That was That was a time. That was a time. I was right before graduation too. Mr. Fitzpatrick, uh the song before by, before he by vitamin C. Exactly. Yeah, that was actually our graduation song. <laughs> believe it or not. Oh no, wait, that's not true. It came oh, out around that time. It came out around that time. I, yeah. Our our prom song though was uh, I hope you dance. Was it? Uh, yeah. Everybody everybody wanted uh that Aerosmith song. Uh Dude but Looks it, Like a Lady? Exactly that one. Okay, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. The mm-hmm. one from Armageddon? Yes. Was Armageddon, Armageddon, Armageddon around that time as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Armageddon, Armageddon was like 2000, 2001 as we were graduating from the high school. And I was playing Little League Baseball. 
exactly. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. Right around that time. Yeah, right, right around, around that time. Right around that time. Uh, Armageddon came out in 98. Wow. Really? Don't yeah. want to miss a thing. So maybe Don't Want to Miss a Thing was that not was that High around our graduation time. Some, there was some other really pop. Oh, you what know, it was the, the lo- it was the Lone Star. It was the Lone Star song. Which one was that? Which one? The, uh, Every Time Your Eyes Meet, Feeling Inside Me. That song. Amazed, isn't it? Yeah, Amazed. Yes. Uh, I still think Love in an Elevator would have been the best Aerosmith. <laughs> <right? laughs> At the fucking Catesville Country Club. Pink. As long you as they, but you had to go back on that cruise ship until five o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. So you were Fuck, you were awake for like sixteen oh. hours. Well, straight. John remembers that vividly. Don't oh, yeah. you, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to well, tell that? Or that you was want my me new to? car. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me this. I don't think I've had, heard this story. Yeah, so, no, you probably haven't heard. I, you I, have, haven't. I have my own story from from after that night too. So, uh, so my mom was on like the committee that like organized all of the gifts that we were supposed to win. You know, really the whole point of this was that you go to prom and then the the school organizes an event for all night so that people don't go party at people's houses and drink crazy bouts of alcohol. However, what they failed to think about was that kids staying up all night and then just being let back into the world at like 6 a.m. Yeah. to go drive home was probably also a terrible idea, no matter if there was alcohol involved or not. So needless to say, uh, well, let me rewind again. So John was nice enough to let me borrow his car. I had a 1991 Mazda 626. John yeah. had his brand had, new I had a brand Tiburon, new, right? Brand new Tiburon that I had, 2000 Tiburon that I just bought. Yeah, 2000 Tiburon. <laughs> After John was like, you college. know, you, uh, you know, he was nice enough to let me drive it because I wanted to like be in a nice to car to like pick piece. up the prom date, you know, yeah, all, yeah. the whole nine yards. So yeah. went out to dinner, drove the, the car to Canes, not Canesville, Turf Valley, right? Turf Valley Country Club, I think. Is that, isn't that where we had the, our senior prom? I, I, I think so, yes. And then after Turf Valley, we drove back to the school where I think we all hopped on buses and, and went to go to the inner harbor to get on the boat to go be out all night go to boat anyway, horn the boat i think it was uh the proud man not the proud mary what was that thing called it doesn't proud matter. mary big old, big old boat, like a party boat. big old boat anyway so dr well, trash wheel back back to back to the part of the, yeah back to the part of the story that matters so uh <clears throat> i came back and then when you get back and the, you know they serve coffee breakfast right for all the 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 kids Obviously. after the boat ride and start to give away prizes so that kids stick around because kids like prizes but yeah. i stuck around even longer because you know my mom was helping organize because that's what she does so yeah. after that dropped the prom date back off at home and then drove home the 25 minutes from catonsville to pasadena needless to say i was pretty tired yeah, uh-huh. I almost made it all the way home too. I was only about four minutes away. Yeah. Uh, I was I was two exits away from the <laughs> from the light at Route 100 where our neighborhood is. Uh-huh. I fell asleep and uh, went off the road, and I tried the to swerve back. And by that point, I, the car was the, the the rear end was already off the road, so it slid uh-huh. on the grass, and uh, I hit the almost exactly where the gas cap is. Almost hit the gas cap right on a speed limit sign. Put a put a nice little dent in the side, 
Yeah. And uh, I was able, I was obviously able. Back quarter panel. Yep. Yep. Quarter panel. Yep. I was obviously able to get it home. I parked it right in front of the house. Although what I did do was park it the other way. (laughs) (laughs) I parked it with the gas cap facing out, which is actually not the way that I would have parked it driving back into the neighborhood. Sure. Uh, or maybe it, eh, it doesn't matter. Either yeah, way, I made it a point to park it opposite so that if for some reason, like if John didn't look out his window, he, he wouldn't have seen it right away as if it never would have. But I did what I did do because I was so tired. I did. I, I went to sleep before I went to sleep. I left John a note and I, it, it, it said something to the effect of, hey, wake me up when you get up. I need to talk to you or something like before that. Before you go, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, then the car ended up in the shop. There you go. Uh, my story from that night, and then a week later, a week or so later. Um, so we get back, we do the thing, we get the coffee and donuts. Drive the date back to my place because her car was there. Went downstairs in the living room, Bill, something, something. Woke my parents up. Mom's like, listen, I think she needs to go home now. <laughs> um, boots her out. I think I hear my dad cheering in the background. because. <laughs> He's like he's he's a whole he's not a homo. Uh, all right, cool, Stan. Thanks. Um, <clears throat> then fast forward, I think a week or two later, Spalding's entire prom was on that boat. No way. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah. So the, the entire same boat? prom, the same boat. This it was like the the whole thing, the whole prom was just right there. I'm like, I, I've been here before. I don't need to. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Wait, I came with you guys to that, didn't I? Did I, 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 yeah, I, either you or Ballinger or Bach had a friend of a friend that needed a date, and I came with you guys for that. I remember that. I remember, I, don't, I have no clue who the date was, but I, I definitely came with you guys. I remember that. I'm trying to think about who Ballinger went with. Is it the most interesting part of this, though, that you have like a formal dance <laughs> on a boat where literally no one can leave? It's fucking Spalding. <laughs> right. they, yeah. Their main thing in selling you to go to that school is you can create like slime. That was their big, like, guys, we created putty in science class. Sign up for our school. There's a barn right across the way. Let's be honest. There were two schools, I think, in the greater Baltimore area that were Catholic schools that were also co-ed Catholic schools. It was that. And uh, what's the one up in, like, South Carroll? John something or other? John Carroll. Yeah, John Carroll was the other one. Really? Yeah. Huh. Did not know that. Now, is it severed though? Also, yeah, severed. But they're not. Are they not really a Catholic? School? They're well, prep school. They're not technically religious based. Yeah, but they're not in the MIAA, MSA. They're not in the like the real Baltimore. You know, they're, they're not in the real shit. Yeah, you know, they compete. Severed they compete against like, Anne Arundel County. Don't they? they compete against Anne Arundel County schools for sports. They don't compete against the Baltimore schools. Yeah, they did. What we, we played Severn all the time. And hockey. Oh, hockey! Hockey was always different. Hockey, you had <laughs> it wasn't because you all of the all the schools that we used to play soccer against and used to play uh, and John used to wrestle against. Those weren't like not all of those schools had hockey teams. The, in, I feel like the, the ho- I feel like the hockey divisions were always messed up. They are in the MIAA. That much I do know. Okay, maybe they they might be now. I mean. When you were playing Little League, it might not have been that way. (laughs) And that was that was only five years ago. So a lot can change in this world. A lot can change in five years. That's true. We got a Democratic president again. Can you believe that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
All right. So other news before Lyle gets on, and then we'll join him. In, we'll have him join us in this whole thing. Uh, by the way, uh, Brandon Dubinsky for the win. I want to get a Brandon Dubinsky shirt. Um, <laughs> the city of Humboldt, Saskatchewan, is planning a $25 million tribute center for those who, uh, in, in honor of those who passed away during that crash three years ago. Nice. It's been three years since that happened. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a gallery to those who passed and a memorial, as well as a rink and a fitness area. Project is set to begin in a couple of years. Um, I remember that night when that happened, like just updating on Twitter because I had to go to work that next day and I was just updating on Twitter just before I went to bed to see if anything had happened. It's kind of crazy to believe it's been only three years. Well, it's interesting, too, because uh, the person who started the whole like put your sticks outside Mm -hmm. uh, for the for the boys type of thing, you know, like on Twitter, he uh, put that picture up again um, and everybody was like commenting underneath of it about how they never brought their sticks back inside the house. Yeah, they've they've just been outside for like three years. I was like, whoa. Kind like that kind of that kind of hits you. Yeah, that's right pretty wild. Um, <clears throat> the Chicago Blackhawks purchased the Rockford Ice Hogs, so okay. and that takes another independent team off the AHL map. It also means that the uh, Rockford Ice Hogs will stay uh, playing in Rockford until 2036. The Rockford Files, right? Done the peaches, millions of peaches, peaches for me. Um, so that's a good thing. Roberto Luongo expected to be named the Canadian GM uh, for the World Championships. Uh, if the World Championships happen, I'm still not really sure about this. Um, what do you guys know about Title Health Solutions? T-I-D-A-L. Title Health Solutions. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know about much. much. Yeah, I don't know much about Title Health Solutions, but I do know that Rufus Home... Entertainment is the best in the business. All right. Awesome. Well, today, Title Health Solutions and the Professional Hockey Players Association, which is the union for uh, a lot of minor league uh, players, and by a lot, I mean all, announced a multi-year contract establishing Title is the exclusive supplier of cannabis and cannabis-derived products to the PHPA. Okay. First partnership between a professional sports union and a cannabis company for access to medical cannabis. And cannabis-related education. I mean, this, that could that help. The first fucking line of the press release in some of the, in some of these situations, right? Couldn't it? Yeah, uh, it could help. I'm sure. Uh, the PH uh, the PHPA leads the industry in recognizing the potential therapeutic effects of cannabis and cannabis derivative products, and may provide current and retired athletes uh, that may provide to current retired athletes. Together with Title, they provide current and former members with access to medical cannabis products, educational resources, and information about use of cannabis with emphasis on safety, reduction of pain medications, and regulatory issues. Nice. So that's pretty cool. And it's an interesting situation. I'm okay with Um, that. By title. Uh, It's also um, the failed music project of Jay-Z. Remember that? They were trying to go against iTunes, and it didn't really go off Mm -hmm. the ground. (laughs) Were they on Zoons? Yes. They were all on Zoons. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota, just the no one's staying at North Dakota this year. Uh, six players signed in the past week, Oof. including Jordan Kawaguchi uh, and Al- Adam Scheel with the Texas Stars or with the Dallas Stars and played with the Texas Stars. Uh, Grant Mismash with Nashville. Jacob Bernard Docker and Shane Pinto 
with the Ottawa Senators and Matt Kirstead with the Florida Panthers. And Kirstead in his third game is already logging 20 minutes a game for the Panthers. My uh, God. So, you know, he's a little in. He's ready to go. They trust him. Jeez. Amazing work for all involved. So there we go. All right. So should we wait till Lau gets on? No, no we, we'll wait till Lau gets on. We'll play a little around the fish wraps, uh, Ducks edition. I watched Game Changers. I watched the first Ooh. two episodes. All right. Um, they they first off, like I said before, thank goodness to e, uh, to ESPN Plus, to Disney Plus for doing this appointment viewing. So every Friday, a new Mighty Ducks drops. So yeah. you have something to look forward to on Friday. I, as 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 hard as it is, and I don't I don't watch Game Changers, but I do watch all the Marvel shows that have been coming out on Disney Plus, and as so we, I've, I've watched it both ways, right? Netflix drops the entire se- uh, season of a, of a series at once, and then you just binge it, right? Mm-hmm. So the ranch, every every time, like, oh, there's a new season of the ranch out. All right, I'll just sit and watch all 12 episodes in a row, I guess, or whatever, right? It actually is better, in my opinion, having them spaced out every week. Not only from a time standpoint, but from a, like, nostalgia you know, yeah exactly it reminds me of when the the last show i watched this way was probably lost when uh, you had wow. to wait a week between and tried not to get spoilers episode. if you didn't watch it yeah exactly exactly if you don't watch i mean these shows drop at like 5 a.m on friday drop. So, yeah <laughs> so you have to be careful on social yeah, media not to get spoiled that's mm-hmm. for damn sure. I still don't know what happened in Lost. <sighs> they were. Uh, I've never watched it. So. I, I, I've got the answer. Yeah, uh, forty-two. They they woke up and it was Office Space. It was just the guy from <laughs> Office Space streaming. <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird turn to turn. Uh, and then it turned into Silicon Valley. Lyle looks like he's seen something. Yeah, big trade, guys. All right. Break it. Whoa, I got to okay. break it. Uh, hold on, Johnny. Hold on. Hold on. Can, can no, I guess? Seriously, here's, here's the deal. All right. Uh, the, the New York Islanders Gosh. get Kyle Palmieri and Travis Sajak in return Ooh. for, yeah, in return for AJ Greer, Mason Jobst, a 2021 first round pick, and a 2022 conditional fourth. New Jersey retains 50% of both Palmieri and Sajak's salaries. Done wow. deal. Johnny, can we get a retention salary buzzer for this one? I think I, <laughs> I have, have some 50% retention salary. salary. I have retained salary music. Give me some retained salary music. Retained salary. Retained salary. The devil's retained salary. 50%. Wow. So sorry, sorry to step all over you there, no, guys. That's fine. That so just came down the Twitter sphere there Dang. just now. So Kyle Palmieri. Yeah. Wow. So, I gotta be honest, Lyle. When you said that there was a big trade that just occurred, I, if you would have not prompted anyone and not read immediately, I would have immediately assumed it was Taylor Hall going somewhere. I would have said yeah. someone I was the him or Eichel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It with Eichel. Well, yeah. considering though, but Kyle Palmieri is like the second, or he was the second uh, guy, like in the the the, the TSN trade bait list. Oh, like, no. yeah, yeah. Uh. but he's actually like you know um, when you look at this year's trade market anyway, and what what few players of value are actually available, that is a big move. Um, yeah. 
you know, and especially considering that, uh, I mean, good Lord, they, they also got Zajac as well. I mean, that's, that's significant, but Is he I, not you know, captain, I figured it was going to, pardon me? Is Zajac not their captain, by the way? Uh, Is it Heischer? No, uh, Nico Heischer. Oh, yeah, that's right, Nico Heischer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Zajac was uh, an unrestricted free agent, or, go, or he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. And he's been agent. there for 40 years. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's been there, like, freaking forever. Well, he spent his entire career there until so the, today. So the trade uh, center is just going to be eight hours of next year's Olympics team, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, but this also, but he also had a full no trade, so he was willing to waive that to uh, to just take basically a very short jaunt. Uh, Damn you, Islanders! Doesn't, doesn't even have to move; he just has to take a longer commute. Exactly, but he has uh, to make sure he gets back on that Long Island tra- that trade that goes back to uh, Jersey. Oh, sure, else. yeah, because yeah, yeah. if not, you're gonna end up at a cab with Metzer at like midnight. It's really, uh, not great. <laughs> Try to get yeah. back to the hotel. But I can understand why uh, they want him to, why uh, Lamarillo want him to pick up half that though, because his his cap hit is five point seven five mil, and uh, Palmieri's was four point six two five mil. So even even though they had freed up like almost seven mil in cap space by putting Anders Lee on long term injury reserve, uh, that would not have left very much space if they tried to take the whole works. So. Yeah. Uh, once again, Lou Lamarillo doing Lou Lamarillo things. Um, don't know much about the uh, the youngster. I like the, idea. the devil's hostage still. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like the I, I do like the fact that the devils are getting a, a first round pick um, in return for this. Don't know much about AJ Gear Mason Jobs. J O B S T is his name. AJ Gear was not, wasn't he? Uh, I want to say he was a Colorado Avalanche prospect for a bit. He it was sounds familiar. Uh, hang on. Yeah, it looks like yeah, he was. He was yeah, 39th uh, overall in 2015 by the Avs. Um, he played for them very briefly. Kind of stuck in AHL purgatory for the And then he's been, yeah, he's been in the AHL. And uh, then he was uh, acquired uh, by uh, the Islanders and been in, in Bridgeport. So, yeah, he went to went to Boston University and then after soft, yeah. uh, middle of sophomore year, went to the queue because yeah, uh, better prospects. Six, three, two, ten. So, yeah, not uh, not really uh, not really a big, 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 big return there. I'm going to have a look at Mason Jobst. That name sounds familiar too, and I don't know why. Okay, where are we here? He do, 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 do. Oh, um, he played for Ohio State. Okay, he played four years Ohio State. Uh, he's a forward, twenty-seven. So again, um, the older just, end. <laughs> this is just depth. That depth pickups here at this point. And even then, I don't even know if it's that much depth. No, well, depth if you're gonna have to finally in your taxes. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You have to, you have to, you have to put twenty guys on the ice. Yeah, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta prop up the taxi squad there for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, but uh, at least you get a first out of it. Though the Islander, where the Islanders are right now, um, <laughs> that's gonna be low. Yeah. Bottom, bottom third. A twenty plus. First round. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. 
Yeah. Uh, but maybe so. you can use that. Maybe Tom Fitzgerald, though, can use that as uh, some capital for, for another trade or something. Oh, then they could send that to Buffalo to bring in Jack Eichel. Perfect. There Love it is. It. There, yeah. it is. there it we is. We did it. Johnny's everybody. on it. And Johnny on the spot, Caleb as they say. Yeah. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice one. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw the NHL the... network. I mean, yeah. they want to trade everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's, they, they that's interesting, in. but it's a, it, it was an interesting move and it removes one of the, the bigger names off the trade board now. So, uh, does that mean, um, Taylor Monday's going to be bullshit. Next? Yes. Oh, well, it's going to be, to put it this way for the Boston Bruins, that takes away a guy they really wanted to get a hold of. They really want to call Palmieri, um, for the, for their, for their second line. Um, so I guess now maybe the focus shifts if, 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 uh, if they're looking to bring in a second line where do you look at Taylor Hall? Uh, geez, you know, you're going to have to get the, the Sabres to pick up half that cap space in order to be able to do it. He's earned eight mil. They're going to have to pick up four mil of it to make it work. I don't even know how Taylor Hall fits on that team. I know like, well, cause Nick Ritchie is actually not doing too bad on the left wing on their second line next to David Krejci. They're looking for a right winger. And that's why they're, they really, like I said, they really wanted uh, Kyle Palmieri. They were really interested in getting him. So I don't know, maybe, maybe they shift over now and, and look at shoring up their, their blue line. Cause that's another area that needs help again. And that on the left side. So maybe, maybe that's where Don Sweeney's going to go with that. But you know, the, Taylor Hall was linked to the Islanders. Um, so I I don't know where he goes now. I mean, because I'm like like you, Johnny. I don't think he's he's a fit. I don't him. see him fitting. In no, Boston. no, I don't see him a fit there at all. And I was like, OK, um, Toronto. No, <laughs> especially since all the talk that I've seen is like he still wants top six minutes. And mm. I mean, that's cool and all, but you have to fit into one of the top six spots on a team then. Yeah. You know, like you're kind of, you're kind of, you know, cut yourself a little short there. If you're like, yeah, I only want to play on the top two lines. Yeah. Cool. We have two left wings. Yeah. And that's the thing. He's got that full no move clause. Now he's willing to waive it for the right club, but, and, and the Islanders at the time seemed a perfect fit because He's a natural left winger. Anders Lee was a natural left winger. It seemed like the perfect spot for him to be. But I can understand why uh, why uh, Lamarillo went after Palmieri. Uh, not because he's a devil, because he did not draft Palmieri. In fact, Palmieri was never drafted by the Devils. He was drafted by the Ducks and was acquired in a trade by Ray Shiro. Who was, Is that the uh, same that Lamarillo's uh, successor? Probably. In 2015. So... Um, like I said, Palmieri fits in better, I think, into the Islanders system. I think in a Barry Trot system, that's a better pickup there than than Taylor Hall. I, I saw somebody today suggest that, oh, maybe the Edmonton Oilers will take a crack at it. With what? They have no fucking money. Like, they've got no cap space at all. No LTIR space. Not enough left to make a trade. It'd have to be dollar in, dollar out. And even then, how do you make that work? You don't. You'd have to move $4 bucks, provided the Sabres would pick up half of it. So do you think I, Taylor I, I, Hall would go back to Edmonton? Would he go back to Edmonton in a friggin' heartbeat? He'd go back to Edmonton. Huh. He would, he would. Oh, for a Even chance to play kind of getting run out of town and like be in like the, like the one, the one of the number one picks that didn't quite make it type thing. Didn't quite make it. Didn't he get, 
he got shipped to the uh, Devils to try to bring in a defenseman. Yeah, and one of the that that was and, a Peter Chiar- was like a, Chiar- that was Peter Chiarelli drunk dialing. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. everybody yeah. remembers that because a lot trade. of people, if you recall, a lot of people were shocked when that trade happened, especially when. And I, I remember just Elliot Friedman just saying, "It's Taylor." You know, they initially it was Taylor Hall's going to the Devils, more to follow, and then two minutes later, Elliot Friedman saying, "It's Taylor Hall for Adam Larson," and then a minute later. Hall for Larson, that's it. And the internet just blew up. Twitter just yeah. exploded. was like, what the hell? Um, so, uh, yeah, he'd, he'd go back to Edmonton in a heartbeat. And for a chance to play alongside McDavid or Dreisaitl, absolutely. But, I thought uh, there was some animosity there. No, 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 not at all. He was shocked when that trade happened. He really was. He was really shocked that that happened. Um. So, yeah, but I don't see how the dollars work. This is one of those instances where you have a Roberto Luongo moment and you tell the press, quite frankly, my contract sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But you're right, Johnny. I mean, can any of us think of a spot for a, a team, and I'm talking a playoff contender now, who where Taylor Hall would fit, where he'd be a good fit? Well, how this do, is assuming the Sabres pick up half of his cap hit. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, how do contracts work this year? I mean, obviously, there are fewer games. Usually, it's a prorated portion of what's left, right? But the, even the prorated portion is more than it would be normally at this time of the year. Is well, that I mean, why teams it, are picking up half of the remaining contract? Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think because other teams need, it, need that, too, for the deal. They really do. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, they are pro. I mean, the, the actual calculation is there's your daily annual, there's your daily cap hit, right? And that uh-huh. decreases over the course of the season. So even though Taylor Hall's cap hit, cap hit for the season is 8 mil, it's probably down to around, what, 3 or something like that, less than 3 mil now or something like that. And teams with trade deadline cap space, in other words, cap space they've accrued over the course of the season, they could acquire him, right? But in all honesty, they would actually prefer if the Sabres pick up some of that, you know. So, you know, again, where could he go on a a contender? I I just, God, it's it's hard to see where, where he'd be a good fit. Well, definitely not the Islanders at this point. Yeah, so that's, that <laughs> ship has sailed. Yeah. Um, I see what you did there because of the fishermen. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and, and the boat. Uh, <laughs> the ship. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I got it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, funny hat. I'm trying to, I'm trying to rationalize Colorado, and I can't. Mm, no. Yeah. No, they need a back. They, you want to talk? You want to get that old trope about the Bruins? You can say with the ads, they need a goaltender. In which case, in, in 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 to be specific, a backup goaltender. I have a feeling that they'll be fine finding a goaltender. Like I think that they could trade for somebody that can fill a backup spot. Oh, there's plenty. Jonathan yeah, yeah. Bernier is a good, would be a good option. Um, Chris Chris Dreger, if if uh, Bill Zito in Florida loses his mind and thinks Spencer Knight is ready is ready for the big time mm. already. Mm. Um, Devin Dubnik, maybe. Uh, David Riddich showed a Calgary would be another one. I, Flames definitely. Gonna Colorado be looks scary good right now. By the way, yeah, they really oh, do. I know. Yep, yep. But if anything happens to Philip Grubauer, they are screwed. And <laughs> I, you'd think that was a lesson that Joe Sackick learned in last year's playoffs. So. Nah, dog. He's, he's fine. <laughs> That's yeah. why I went and got uh, what could go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> they, you know who their taxi squad goalie is? 
Quoi? Something called a Peyton Jones, Mark. <laughs> yeah, maybe. might as well have been Mark. I like that. Something called a Peyton Jones. We've he's heard from, of them in the wild, but never seen them. <laughs> he's from Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, uh, Langhorn Foghorn. Exactly. He played for <laughs> he played for Penn State University, and first year pro. Perfect. So there you go. There you go. Um. All right. Well, it brings you know it, it brings us to two different. We're at a crossroads right now, like Bone Thugs and Harmony, Lyle. We can go one route where we talk about the trade deadline, which happens this Monday, and mm-hmm. we kind of went in depth on this one. Mm-hmm. Or we go another route where we have a little bit of a, a, a fill. Actually, you know what? I'm going to make an executive decision here, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Uh, uh, I, I we're going to talk about the trade deadline, and then the uh-huh. game show will be around the fish wraps, Mighty Ducks, Game Changers. Oh, so we go. stay tuned for that. That's good. And then you can um, give us points. Like, which I'm going to anyway. absolutely just. Lyle, here's the fun left. thing. I'm the I, only one of us who has watched it. So, oh, OK, I won't feel so, so bad. then. So here's what's going to occur, though, is that Scotty said he's going to give us plot points and we're going to make up how you get there. Exactly. And the closest one to it or the funniest one uh, gets yeah. points. And, li- li- points. and yeah, Scotty gets to make it up where the. It's not scripted and the points don't matter. All right, yeah, no. they say. You almost got it. Um, yeah. By the way, British who's line better than Americans who's line? And I'll stand by that to the fucking, Absolutely. Who's arguing with you? Yeah, no there's oh, arguing people with people who've never seen the British show. Oh, the British the British one was the first one I ever saw. They used to show yes. it on YTV up here way back in the day. If wow. you can I want to say it was on WGN or Comedy Central. It, it was or on Comedy for Central for yeah. sure. Yeah. It was that and then MST3K. Mm, which, yeah. uh, by the way, Lyle, I'm surprised you didn't. Have, you, you, you know, I could have got you that whole VHS set of those MST. I know, the other week. dude. I got them all. <laughs> I, no, I get all it, but he has them all up here. He has them all. He has every episode. All up right here, here boys. I have them all, baby. <laughs> I got them all. And then they turned around and they put them all. And now you, I can live stream. I can stream all of them. Yeah. So it's like, why do I have all I was these? I Pl- Pluto TV has it. Because they have their own as soon as the stream. internet goes down, you're gonna need them. Oh yeah, exactly. I'll yeah, never. I have, a, I have a bin of DVDs in the garage, right now, of movies that I've actually paid money to rent from my living room because <laughs> I, I refuse to go I've out. I've got and... a huge <laughs> folder. Just, just, just a sec. Just a sec. Hang on. Hang on. Uh oh, here he goes. You can't you can't walk folder. out to the garage to get the DVD. Well, no, it's not. It's not the problem of getting the DVD. It's the problem that the most of my TVs don't have a DVD player attached to them anymore. So I gotta go attach a DVD player. I'd rather just pay four dollars and rent it. Fair enough. Okay. Back in back in the aughts, mm-hmm. Ma was very busy with a burner. That was yeah, the apparently. Four personally, let... double-sided. Wow. Lyle's LimeWire account must have been lit. Half of, them are mystery, <laughs> half of them are Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, there you go. Now you can look it up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did I do this? Because, as Johnny said, someday the internet will go down and I'll need this. So. Yeah, Lyle's like, I downloaded the whole internet, guys. Look. <laughs> guys, I got it. Well, no, no, no. Break the pipes of the internet. I got it right here. In the 2000s, I'm that, now. Those are just movies and stuff. Now oh, that would be the whole internet right in that package. Right, right exactly. Yeah. 
Because back in the odds, there was no such thing as streaming or anything like that. No, you had to download them illegally. No. Yeah, yeah. No, in this case, it was I went out and rented them or borrowed them or whatever and then burned them. I, I tell you what, I still got a Nintendo Wii over there that I spent a few days electrical engineering and software <laughs> hacking to make sure that I could attach a hard drive to that. And then, and then I got a GameFly subscription so that they would mail me all the games that they had for Wii, and I just, I just copied them to my hard drive because I considered myself very smart at the time. Oh, boy. I just followed uh, instructions on the internet, and then, I and then now I have like uh, have 150 Wii games, too. and I don't have and to have any play. of the discs. <laughs> but I, I, I do play one. Oh yeah, Wii bowling. Wii bowling. Wii bowling. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, you really showed Gamefly, but we got a sponsor this week. Uh, Lyle Richardson's trade segment brought to you by Game. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Gamefly. Well, that's not uh, true. We all know that's, that's not true. That's, that was sad, baby. Awkward. <laughs> that's bad. Do you ever want to have games at your disposal but don't want to buy them? Come to Gamefly. We'll send you DVDs of them. Yeah. <laughs> Gamefly. How is this service still around when Steam exists? I know. <laughs> it's so true. It's there funny. is actually still Gamefly. I don't get it. This, this, get it. This, this is funny. A couple, a few years ago, like I had all these, all these video games that were all on on this, and I, so I, I, you know, and in this original case, everything. So I asked my son. I said, "Listen, I said I got all these. I'm not playing. I don't have time for game anymore. Do you want them?" And he just kind of looked at me and he said well first of all he said they're all old so they won't play and second of all why would i want these when i can stream them so yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but then you run into the situation that mark just had where he found a record that oh yeah he was given years ago that he never opened because he didn't have a record player a jack punk record that is what it's worth like 600 plus dollars now or something like at that at least yeah Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so it's right so you there. I was, gonna, you, I was gonna give a shout out to Matt Death for that, but there it yeah. is, right there. You can see it right there. But I was given that not not to a uh, very quick story. Given that for my birthday, didn't open it, didn't have a reason to, didn't have a record player. Again, I owned the album on CD and digital already, so what would be the point? Uh, forgot about it for a long time. It's, it's over ten, probably close to fifteen years old. And and now that I've set up the other this office this new little office I was I was about to hang it up and I was looking for uh, frames where you could mount both of the the record and the case like kind of side by side like a really nice frame for it. And Matt was like, you know, maybe you should just just for shits and giggles look and see if it's worth anything. And apparently that was a limited edition press that he happened to stumble into at a record store and, yeah. uh, and buy for me for a birthday present. Wow. And, uh, and so going on the baseball card scale, uh, a near mint conditions, one that someone opened and played maybe once or twice is going online for $600. And this and one this, is still in the cellophane. So is this before or after they announced their disbanding this? Well, I looked it up this past weekend or maybe oh, two okay. weekends ago. So it was okay. after they disbanded. After. So, well, let's the moral of the story is that mm. some of that old, uh, some of those old video games and stuff that with like, is the same. It's the same concept as baseball cards. Sure. When 
when you were like, oh, yeah, we don't need baseball cards from the 70s. And now they're worth like hundreds Which, of dollars. By, yeah. by the way, so a, uh, a Dwayne The Rock Johnson baseball uh, a promotional giveaway from the Miami Hurricanes where you had to perforate the edges to rip the card off. Uh-huh. His card uh, of that, where it has the edges peripherated on the top, but it's a gem mint ten. Gem mint ten condition. We're going to throw in a McGuire rookie card. Um, uh, that the, the Dwayne, the rock Johnson of that, the stadium giveaway card, him playing football from the university of Miami just sold for $81,000. Whoa. <sighs> wow. Like just this week. That's like there's uh, SI for kids cards that we yes. used to get when we were. Well, that's why like starting lineup cards are a big deal now because no one kept them in, in pristine condition. So like, I still starting... have Jim Carrey in the package. I know you're you're baller. I, I took it God. out of the package. I'm going to I can't wait until that Jim that Jim Carrey's going to just skyrocket. Yeah, I have the deal. card right here. This little <laughs> skybox, the skybox peripherated deal, which, uh, you know, you really can't see because I'm on my shitty camera because my Logitech's just fucking everything up. Uh, such so, a great card. It's only one year, his rookie year <laughs> acquired via draft. Anybody who believes that Carrie's outstanding rookie season was a fluke is sadly mistaken. Rut row. <laughs> His fundamentals are remarkable, allowing him to make goaltending look easy. Carry has a great glove <laughs> hand and will only get better as he continues to gain experience. Woo! Oh. Woo. Boy. God. That did not age well. No, it did not. Boy, uh, howdy. That was a... Uh... He won the Vezina that year, and then that was it, I think. That was... Yeah. Did he win it that year? Or did he win it? The, I think he won it the next year after the shortened season. He won was it. it. I think it was the second year. I don't Nine, think it. Yeah. Ninety-five, ninety-six. Eh? Was it? Yeah. So it would have been that card. So they were right in that instance that that he did get better for the one and year. And then, boy, did he fucking fell off a fall off a cliff. Well, he played well enough to get traded to Boston instead of Ole Kulzik. Yeah, Vezina, Vezina Trophy, nineteen ninety-six. Yeah, ninety-five, yeah. ninety-six. Yeah. And so, was yeah. named NHL All-Rookie Team 1994-95 and selected the first team All-Star in 1996. So, yeah, he really did. This was off. before teams had video. Right. <laughs> this was before everything was. was this was, yeah. They're like, guys, do you see that? He stopped the puck that had a tail behind it. This guy's <laughs> fucking good. <laughs> you could tell how fast it was going because it turned blue. Exactly. It was, it was amazing. Now, a robot uh, beat another robot. It's fucking amazing. Now, Jim Carrey is the CEO and president of the Optimate Billing Solutions Incorporated, a medical billing company based out of Sarasota, Florida, yeah. and Boston. Indeed, I still indeed. prefer Rufus Home Video Solutions, though. <laughs> I hear they're the best in the business. <laughs> Did none of you see Entourage? None of no. you saw Entourage? Oh. oh, my God. Sorry. Did it come out uh, episodically, or was it... It was on HBO in like, uh. 2004. Uh, Where were you guys? That was toward the end of the wire in 2004 on HBO. (laughs) Yeah, the wire. The wire was closing out just as Entourage was starting up. Yeah, I never saw the wire actually. Jesus Christ, John! What are you? (laughs) (laughs) You haven't seen all of the Marvel movies. You haven't seen the wire. You haven't seen. No, Mark, never oh, Mark that he he's, getting, he's getting 10 hours of sleep a night. Where do you think he's going to watch <laughs> 10? Only 10? You think he's only getting 10 hours of sleep? Well, I have HBO Max now. I can watch these, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. you can. No spoilers. I don't want to know how The Sopranos ends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair point. <laughs> Fair point. It ends with a wham song. George Michael just uh, <laughs> sings them off. That's oh, wake happens. me up before you go go. Yeah, yeah. I love that yeah. song. Oh yeah, the uh, combo line at the end is brilliant. I can't wait for that. <laughs> right, that yeah, it's a good time. What could go wrong? Where they all broke the fourth wall and just conga lined out of the out of the out of out of, out of the uh, the bada bing. They yeah. they actually they actually wake up and it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah, and it's really weird. <laughs> Uh, it's just a retro trip. It's amazing. I do have that on DVD, by the way, full circle. So there you nice. go. There you go. Actually, yeah, watch The Wire. It's brilliant, man. Johnny doesn't have to watch The Wire. He fucking lived in Baltimore. We they had t-shirts filmed from our lives. goddamn... He filmed The Wire in the block below my house. <laughs> I lived in Baltimore. So Johnny knows what's up. Plus, he had our t-shirt stolen. Yeah. That was, uh, that was called guerrilla marketing at the time, though, I believe. Just... Just pass it up to everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, so, all right, back to Kyle Palmieri. He was held out for a couple games. Yeah. Um. So uh, we're gonna we're probably gonna see Taylor Hall held out. Oh, he already was in the was game last, last night, night against the Devils. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah. let's be honest, probably for the best. Um. <clears throat> they won without I, him. Go figure. <laughs> it's two in a row. It's the second time it's happened this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many more guys are we going to see held out before Monday? Uh, we got uh, we got less than uh, a week, seven five days. Uh, uh, well, that will be interesting because so far Taylor Hall seems to be the only guy people want to hold out. But um, you may see more simply for the fact that um, Riley Nash, who was uh, checking line center with the Blue Jackets, uh, he was expected to be traded before the trade deadline. Uh, suffered a knee injury season ending, and there goes a trade piece for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. So, you know, we could see more guys. Uh, maybe somebody like David Savard on the, uh, yeah, the Jackets. jackets. Uh, he's another one that could go. Um, there's talk about Nick Felino being traded. I just don't believe the Jackets are going to move him. I just, I can't buy into it. I just can't. I know he's an unrestricted free agent this summer, but I, I, I just have the sense they want to keep him. Um, but uh, maybe Mike Hoffman in St. Louis, because his name's come up now. Boy, did he ever shit the bed in St. Louis. Uh, he bet on himself and lost. So there you go. Oh. Hey, um, hey, sometimes you got to know when to hold him and when to hold him. Yeah, exactly. A <laughs> um, couple other interesting names that are in there. Uh, Scott, Scott Lawton of Philadelphia Flyers. Another pending free agent. Maybe the, Boy, Flyers. the Flyers have turned to shit, haven't they? Boy, oh boy! Wow, that's Ooh. a drop off a cliff. Nothing like well, nothing like crappy goaltending to really expose the weaknesses in your what defense. Are the Flyers? Eh? Yeah. No. Come on, yeah. Lyle. That's a, that is a goaltending institution. I yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, it's Look at listen. Where goalie hey. careers go to die. Yeah. Listen, Lyle, I'm not one to brag about the Philadelphia Flyers. Trust me, I would say I'm the last one to brag about them. <laughs> but when you think about it, Lyle. When yes, you sir. think about this team, mm-hmm. just think of the names that have been through there. Oh. Steve Mason, Anthony Stellars, Michael Neuver, Ray Emery, Rob Zepp, Kevin Heater, Michael Layton, Brian Boucher, Ilya Brizgalov, Sergei Bobrovsky, uh, uh, Michael Layton again, Jeremy Deshane, Brian Boucher again, Marty Biron, Antero Nitamaki, Martin Hall, Robert Esch. Uh, uh, it, it, that's all. Since 2005. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is only like 10 years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, 10 years, Jen? 
Mark was they, playing Little League. Yeah, Mark was playing Little that's League. In, fi- in 15 years, they've rolled through that many goaltenders. And now Carter Hart just has – his confidence is absolutely shattered. You know, they're relying on a on a, an age, a game but aging Brian Elliott to carry the load. And it's just like, what the hell? But, it, it you know, Carter Hart looked so good last year. He really did, you know. But – one of my friends pointed out to me, he said, yeah, he looked great. He said, but if you watch that Islanders series, he said, oh, as that series went on, you could see that the Islanders were starting to find his weaknesses and were just starting to just starting to light him up. And he thinks that carried over into this year. And it's kind of, you know, can't really argue too much about that, you know. Um, somebody was saying that, yeah, he had uh, because he changed sports psychologists or something like that. Maybe that might have had something to do with it. Um, but at least a writer in Philadelphia, at least one of the Philadelphia writers was trying to make an issue about it. And he got very quickly slammed down on the, uh, the internet with people saying, Hey, why don't you mind your own fucking business as to why he parted ways with his sports psychologist, you know? Uh, but whatever it is, it's, yeah, it's, it's just been terrible. And of course that's exposed through defensive weaknesses as well. You know. uh, can, can we talk about goaltending legend Mike uh, Flyers goaltending legend Mike McKenna? Why does he look like a fucking video game in this goddamn picture? Like, why does this look like it's a shot from a video game? Wait, is that a real it picture? Does. That is a real it picture. Really does, doesn't it? Probably yeah. because that he looks hasn't faced a shot yet, <laughs> except for his blocker pad. Yeah, like it looks like like the helmet yeah. looks like it's digitized. Yeah, it looked it looks very mm. digital. Even the people in the background look digital, right? Why does it I like? Why does this look like a video game show? That's a screenshot from NHL Twenty Something. Oh, I'm gonna man. have to see if I can mm. take pictures that look like video games now. Right? That'd be wonderful. Uh so there's that. Vinny Henestrona is going back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Prospect going back to Florida. Chicago. I don't know. I, eh, they're getting the. It's the Brendan Sod effect. They're bringing the old guys back. See what they can do. <laughs> Well, you know, that's just a depth, a depth pickup for is them. Is this a shock season. that Chicago is this close in the race? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, Stan Bowman is obviously very pleasantly surprised. Uh, this may have just extended his uh, tenure as general manager, uh, at least added another year to it. Uh, but yeah, they've they they really have surprised a lot of people. I mean, Kevin Lankinen came out of just literally seemed to come out of nowhere. Nobody knew who this guy was. Uh, and he's he's been carrying them in, in goaltending wise. Uh, you know, uh, Pia Suter, uh, he's been playing well. They're, they're, they're rookie forward. Um, you know, Patrick Kane, obviously, has just been out of this world terrific, you know. Uh, but yeah, they've, they've had younger guys step up. Alex Dabrinka, boy, he's, he, you know, well, he's always been playing well. But this this year, he's he just seems a much, a much better player overall. So, yeah, a combination of some veterans and some younger guys just kind of gelling there. They may not make the playoffs, but there was no expectation that they were going to when the season began. So being this close, at least battling, that kind of gives their fans some hope looking forward. So, yeah. And consider they did it with with Jonathan Tay's sideline. He's probably not going to be back this season now. I think you can pretty much write him oh, off. Yeah, yeah. And with Kirby Doc gone for half the season with yeah. the fractured wrist. So the fact that they're... He's, that they're in it like they are right now, that's that's impressive. Doc Doc had a pretty goal last night too. Yes, he did. He's still saying he's still got some wrist pain there, but that's that's to be expected. But though. Lyle, he could turn the stick all the way around. He felt no <laughs> pain in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so he can play. He can play. He can play. 
Russ, you have to give up your spot. No, Charlie Conway's doing it. Okay. Uh, anything else, Lyle, we can watch for the deadline? What kind of trends? What kind of possibilities? Who's going to get signed? Can we can we expect a Alex Ovechkin signing, possibly, in the next couple weeks to no. put our minds at ease? No, you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wear that agony. Let's, he's not going anywhere. They'll get him re-signed in the offseason. That, oh, that's, it's, it's the chicken it's, fingers, baby. There you go. No movement, uh, baby. I will say this, though. Keep an eye on the St. Louis Blues. Um, because they will be, I have a feeling they're going to be sellers. It's not just going to be Hoffman that's going to go. I think Vince Dunn could go as well. Um, yeah, they, the, the funny thing is they were, they, I mean, they they were like, I believe third in, in their division when they, when they had like a lot of guys in like Tarasenko was out, uh, Richard Thomas was out. Uh, they had several guys who were injured. And they were holding the playoff spot, and now they, they've been healthy for a month, and they've dropped seven to nine games, and they're they've fallen right out of playoff, right right out of the playoff race right now. So, uh, Doug Armstrong, listen, he's shown that he's willing to he you know even if his team's jockeying for a playoff spot, he's willing to trade uh, free agents if they're not playing well. So I'd keep an eye on the Blues. Would surprise me to see them move two or three guys by the deadline. So you got Calgary, you got St. Louis, probably going to be selling. Calgary be selling for Sam Bennett's going to be going. I think yeah. other the guys they could oh. they could trade. I think Sam Bennett would probably attract the most attention. David Riddish could get some attention, but with guys like Bernier and Dubnik out there in the market, and maybe even Dreger, I I don't think there will be as much interest in him as there would be in the other goalies. But there'll be interest in Sam Bennett. Obviously, the guys when it hits the playoffs, the guy turns into beast mode during the regular season. It's just like. And it's like, oh, the playoffs. <laughs> oh, there's that first round pick that we, you know, who was projected to be go. a terrific two-way player. Ah. All the California teams selling? Uh, San Anaheim, Jose, maybe not. San Jose, no. They're still, they're, they've, they're clawing their way back into into a, into the playoff chase. So I don't see them. So, I mean, I mentioned Dubnik, but as long as they're still in the, if they still think they have a chance, I don't see them, them uh, selling. The Kings... They they really don't need to sell, if if they don't want to. I mean, you know, Alex uh, Iafallo is is their main UFA that they're trying to resign, and there's talk that well maybe they might trade him if they can't sign him. But I I don't see Rob Blake really feeling pressured to make that move. If you know, and and Anaheim, you know, there's there's interest in you hear Josh Manson's name being mentioned a lot, and Ricard Raquel's name being mentioned. But and yeah, Bob Murray will move them if you're willing to pay first round pick mm. and a top prospect. Oh, and something else. And right now, there's not a lot of teams that are willing to go for that. Which I can understand why he's why he wants that much. These guys still have another year left on their contracts, and they really don't want to move them. But if you're going to, hey, you want to get the best mm. deal you can. Those are moves that maybe happen in the off season, but not not right now. Um, oh, and speaking of Calgary, uh, you know, you're not going to see any big moves from them. The trade deadline this summer, Johnny Goudreau and maybe Sean Monahan, gonzo. They're going to be gone. Goudreau, uh, I think for sure. He's going he's only got a year left to go. Uh, Monahan's got two years out and he's a center and, and first line centers are kind of hard to replace, but Goudreau him, definitely back. Daryl Sutter was the fucking greatest move they ever did, huh? <laughs> the team wasn't the team was in trouble even before he got there it's just something is really wrong with that core like where they from where they were two years ago 
where they were the best team in the Western Conference to just being absolute, let's call it what it is, absolute do you, dog shit this year. Do you with see pretty them, much the same roster. It's just something's wrong with the core. Do you see them in a parallel with what Ottawa happened in 2017 to where they are now? Yeah, you could. We we could see that we could see that where where they're big time so Goudreau's gone for sure because like I said he's got a year year left on his contract Monahan maybe uh, but yeah there's going to be a shake up there they won't move Matt Kachuk he's younger and and really you know kind of more of a heart and soul guy at least at least he's a lot of nights he seems to be the only forward out there who actually who's playing like he actually gives a shit. So right. I don't think they'll move him. I think but, he's yeah. the guy you kind of build around after. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're kind of the same way as, uh, you know, what the, what the Sens are doing really with Brady Kachuk. They, right. to, to, to a large degree, they've been building around him. So, yeah. Uh, buyers, any big buyers, obviously, with, uh, with the, the cap being as it is, not really much to go for. Who mm-hmm. are your buyers? We had sellers, Lyle. Who's going to be buying at this deadline? Well, as Johnny puts on that, um, we can, well, we can take the Islanders off now. Boston, we already talked about definitely buyers, still buyers. Uh, Landon buyers. Yeah. (laughs) Toronto Maple Leafs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Although they see, they seem to be, they, the, Somebody went on, I think it was Dubas said, yeah, no, Galchenyuk's doing great. We might not have to be as desperate. <laughs> if you're if you're placing your hopes on on friggin' on, on Chucky Su- suitcase well, suitcase Chuck. Good good luck. Good luck. Um but Fred have also been saying that because he just doesn't have any money to spend. That's true. There's yeah. that too. Yeah, well you you can make it work. Like I said, they can make it work. Um you Alex Kerfoot knees. Alex Kerfoot could get moved. 3.5 mil if you move him yep that'll give you some wiggle room you could also take on a, a you know a, a, a team's uh, a, who's got a guy who's on permanent LTIR that'll free up some room for you they've done that before sure so there's ways to do it Dubas is Dubas is shopping he wanted to bring in a forward but there's also talk he might look at uh, maybe a goalie depending on what happens with uh, Freddie Anderson because he's still got that lower body injury uh, maybe a defenseman um let's see who else we look at winnipeg winnipeg definitely definitely going for a defense that's where i think david savard i i just see david savard as a really good fit there in winnipeg on the right side uh florida yeah bill zito is open for business uh, he was looking for a defenseman before an aaron ekblad got hurt so i can definitely see him bringing in a top four I, I will tell you what uh if you ask anybody here in north dakota uh good old matt kirstead has done a hell of a job filling in doing 21 minutes a night now, uh, third game into the NHL. Mm. So, I mean, he, he's been a bright spot, but you need somebody experienced if you're going to make a long playoff run like the Panthers, I guess, want to. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and they absolutely – just make, making making the playoffs this year is not acceptable. They Bill Zito's brought a whole new attitude in there. It's <laughs> oh, I thought you, were, thought you were going the major league way. We can't no. make the playoffs. This is bullshit if we make the playoffs. <laughs> no, no. They oh believe me yeah no they they are looking at a deep playoff run and listen they got the horses that could make yeah, it happen they do. they do so and listen you know yeah Ekblad's Ekblad's gone for the rest of the season and and but you know he could be back by the middle of the second round of the playoffs if they get that far and I think they can get that far even without him right now that's why I don't see him trading Dreger because he's been that 
consistency they needed between the pipes when Bobrovsky, because let's face it, Bob in some games looks terrific, and in some games you're like, you you paid 10 mil for this? So, you know, Dreiser's been nice and steady for them, so that's why I, I really don't buy into the trade rumors about him. You never know, but I don't buy into him. But, I mean, Barkoff and Huberto, geez, like I said, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it, if those guys played in the, quote, major hockey markets, you would that's all you would hear about is about those guys. You would hear nothing but Barkoff and Huberto till the cows came home. And they deserve to be mentioned that much because they're, they're freaking terrific. And a lot of hockey fans in the NHL don't realize just how terrific these guys really are. So I think that they, they can make, make some noise uh, in the playoffs. And that's why I think that, yeah, Bill Zito is going to, he's, he's going to be a, a buyer at the trade deadline. Absolutely. Uh, what about Nashville? Nashville is a team that I'm, I don't know what, mm. if they're coming or going. I'm not sure if they do either. Nashville, they listen a month ago, they absolutely were selling. They were selling then now they weren't just gonna give these guys away like Matias Acom, Michael sure. Granlin, but they were sellers. They're still willing to listen to offers now, but honestly, I don't think that David Poyle is gonna sell. And and I've heard and listen, I've been among the people who said, look, it, this is time for them maybe to get to you know, change management and, you know, start rebuilding because this team's been steadily going into decline. And if this was a normal hockey season, I would say, yeah, sell anyway. You know, Mm -hmm. what are you going to be? First round and out, who cares? But here's the thing. In this year, where (laughs) all the teams have have had their hockey revenue significantly reduced by COVID-19, any chance you get to get into the playoffs with – even just you know seven or eight thousand fans in the stands. Even if you only play two games, if you become a first round and out team, you need that money now. You yeah. are you are desperate for that money. You'll take it. So that's why I think that he's he's not going to sell. He's going to hang on. I don't see him as a buyer. I think he'll stick with with the guys he's got. Ryan Johansson's back now from an injury. They'll get Philip Forsberg back soon. You know Matt Duchesne as well. So getting those guys back will be. But you know what? They've actually played better. Because they've given their younger guys more playing time since those guys got hurt. So, yeah, I, I think that he stands pat. They'll make the playoffs. They, you know, they're like I said, they 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 won't get far after the first round. They won't get past the first round, but they'll they'll stick around for the playoffs. So, yeah. All right. Any other primer we need, Lyle? Before uh, before we get to uh, around um, the wrap? Yeah. Uh, keep an eye on the Canadians. Mark Bergevin is not done. Uh, Brendan Gallagher went on LTIR for six weeks. The regular season has only five weeks left. And as we all know, when you make the playoffs, uh-huh. money ain't salary cap don't count no more. Yeah. So <laughs> with Gallagher and his uh, 3.75 mil on LTIR, they got the cap room now to uh, go out and maybe trade for a, uh, a second pairing left side defenseman because that's their biggest need. So, yeah, I, I think Mark Bergevin's not done. He's got one more deal left. All right. Any other tidbits? Nah, I think All that'll right. do it. Edmonton, but yeah, Edmonton, don't look for them to do anything. They got, unless it's dollar and dollar out there, They as I said earlier, they got no money. So. All right. There we go. Uh, all right. So we're playing around the fish racks, wraps and how we used to do this is I would give the title of an article from a newspaper and everyone would guess what the fuck it is and create their own <laughs> stories. Now, 
with the Mighty Ducks Game Changers on uh, on Disney Plus, or as I like to call it, Gordon Bombay is going to bang your mom. Um, <laughs> but only. But only. If you're the team captain. Exactly. Only if you're the team captain ready to go. Um, so Mighty Ducks Game Changers on uh, on uh, Disney Plus. I will give a plot line. None of these guys. I'm the only one to have watched it. I took notes on each episode. Um, and then we will give uh, we will give uh, these three contestants something uh, to finish the plot line. Uh, in and we will give points for the most hilarious. We will give points for the uh, for the most direct, uh, and then lose points for the most absurd. So. <laughs> There's a fine line between hilarious Ooh. and absurd, so you got to ride that line, gentlemen. Perfect. Yes. I can't wait to get negative points. <laughs> you can't play in final around the fish traps, then. <laughs> uh, so we open up with a shot of the uh, the new Ducks arena, big arena, uh, like a minor league arena, the Hendrick Hockey Family Center. So a nice nod to uh, Mr. Hendricks there. Uh-huh. Uh, rest in peace. I think he's dead. I don't know. Yeah, he is. Ooh, I, I hear uh, he's the final villain of the show. Actually, that'd be great. If no if spoilers, him, no spoilers, no spoilers. The Gordon Bombay cutouts are a team. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, there's a there's a podcast that goes on during the Ducks tryouts. It's the number two youth hockey podcast in southeastern Minnesota. <laughs> Who fucking knew? What's number I, one? Oh, you yeah. uh, never say what number one is? Yeah. No, they never did. They never <laughs> said. Well, and, know. And, and that's going to be what you guess. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Name the podcast that's number one of the youth hockey podcast in southeastern Minnesota, Mark. Oh, man. Why do I have to start? Uh, <laughs> I, there's so many terrible ways I can go with this. Um. How's the first season? Only six episodes. This is bullshit. Go yeah, ahead. I'm going to I'm going to say uh, the Pee Wee Dasher. OK, that's the name of the number one the podcast. OK, uh, John. Uh, I have a feeling uh, that the number one podcast is probably by Greg Swaim. Uh, he <laughs> he is talking about how the the Pee Wee hockey players are getting recruited for colleges uh and uh and that's probably the number one listened to podcast in the area and swim hockey podcast yeah yeah <laughs> the guy from oklahoma doing hockey i love it uh lyle the number one southeastern minnesota youth hockey podcast is named gordon bombay wants to fuck your mom okay. <laughs> that's actually the new podcast i'll be starting uh after season one so let's not take that name out there Lyle gets points for the hilarious one. And what I was <laughs> well, you'd served it up earlier. Yeah. I couldn't resist. All right. So we're out there. The new Charlie, whose name is uh, Evan. Uh, he's the new Charlie. He's out there. And then Dylan Playfair, who is also Riley from from fucking Letter Kenny, is oh. in, was is is the coach of this team now. Okay. Dylan Playfair, of course, his dad, uh, the other Playfair, Jim Playfair. Uh, what does uh, what does Dylan Playfair do uh, after he calls Evan uh, Evan over to to a conference after tryouts? Johnny, uh, coach Coach T as they call him. Coach T, uh, I mean it, it'd be pretty hilarious if he broke into like a Letterkenny skit, but I feel like that's too much of a crossover, yeah. uh, especially for Disney especially Plus. For Disney. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that wouldn't, uh, that wouldn't be allowed. 
Uh, so uh, I think what he does is he calls him over and he asks him to be on the podcast so that he can cut him. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. <laughs> All right, Lyle, the, what does Coach T tell Evan as he calls him over after the tryouts? Um, he tells him that the T, not to say anything, but the team is moving from Johnstown. Wow, amazing. <laughs> fucking, the fucking plant's closing. <laughs> Chrysler plant closed up shop April 1. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, you probably went with so me on that. You went plots. with me on that one. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I've got to work some another hockey movie in there somehow. So I'm guessing what actually happens is that he tries to get him to find friends that might want to play hockey. But what I really would prefer to happen is that he asks him if his mom's single so that he can <laughs> figure right. out whether or not sure. she's available to date. Right, and then Evan tells him, gives his balls a tug, and then uh, it really went into it. He said, fuck you, Evan. <laughs> fuck you, Riley. Um, uh, so Coach this is T, a really blue show, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Coach T goes off the handle, starts smashing sticks, a la his father. He channeled his father's uh, rage from that one time in Abbotsford. Um, uh, he cuts the kid, and then Lauren Graham goes on the ice. And then she starts yelling at Coach T because he's like, ah, you know, Hart only counts for so much. He's slow, he's this, he's that. And it's true. This kid is terrible. Um, so he gets cut, and, and, and Lauren Graham goes out there, and, and she's like, we don't need your team. We're creating our own team. Uh-huh. Um, so you then remember happens, me from Gilmore Girls? Exactly. Remember me? And I was, I was the mom in that show. So afterwards, she, she walks off ago. the ice. The video of her yelling at, at, uh, at Riley goes viral. Uh, all the ducks at school make fun of Evan, and then Evan goes home. He's depressed because obviously he got cut from the ducks, and it was his only thing. Uh, it was like I want to be a duck when I grow up. Um, and, and and you know they're like ah the the this is the different ducks from the nineties. There's no more quacking. Um, so then what <laughs> happens is the neighbor who's the co-host of the second uh, the second oh, podcast yes. comes over, and okay. then him and Evan start to create a team together. Um, so they're going all over the place. They're checking everywhere. And, and then, then we have like a who's coming with me moment with Evan. And, and name the kids that come with him. Name the ba- – they need six player, six. they need seven players to play in the game. Uh, the, it's amazing. Who, who says from school who's going with them? Who's, who's going to join them? Well, first they meet this Canadian kid. So, so technically, I feel like this is the plot of how Scotty starts a uh, Pee Wee hockey team as well. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Um, so, so, the, so this Canadian kid moves across the street from Evan and Nick, and uh, he's, he's got the flashy gear. And they yeah. realize he's got nine hundred dollars skates. Is, isn't he's, that a little stereotypical? No, yeah, not for Disney Plus. <laughs> he's, he's got he's no. got the, he's True. got the hair True. flip. His name's Logan. It's fantastic. Well, hold on. Of course, it, because Logan? he's like shink, shink. He's got things coming out of his claw, his yeah. hand. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so what happens when they when, oh, that was when, when they get Logan out on the ice for the first session between those three guys? What do you think happens, guys? What do you think Logan does? You think he's the new Adam Banks? Lyle, is he the new Adam Banks? Remember Adam Banks? He twists his wrist and away he went. So oh, so Adam Banks is like Kirby Doc. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kirby Doc is like Adam Banks. Adam Banks. I think, yeah, I think Adam he's Banks the new Kirby Doc. OG. That's what I think he is. Adam Banks have, was born way before Kirby Doc. Yeah. I think actually. Then he's the new Kirby like Doc. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, 
Mark, what happens with Logan on the ice now? The so Canadian I kid. feel like Logan gets out on the ice, and all of the all of the other kids are just amazed at how well he can skate. Uh, the fact that he may have uh, perhaps learned to skate before he could walk. Yeah, no. Because he's Canadian, right? Everybody, everybody in Canada learns to skate before they can walk. That's what I've heard. Oh, it's and, absolutely. As the resident Canadian, I can vouch for that. That is absolutely yeah. true. The I national pastime. As as stereotypes go, I think that one is the one that's true. That's right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I feel like there's just a. I, I, I'm envisioning a slow motion scene where Logan's hair is flowing in the wind, and everyone's <laughs> yeah, mouths sure. are just agape at how he can skate without falling over. Exactly. He's going to be the cornerstone of this new team. Johnny, your thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna second everything that Mark has, except Logan can't stop because he's this team's Luis oh. Mendoza. <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself here. So Logan gets out on the ice and he's holding onto the boards because he can't skate. <laughs> so he gets can't out get there <laughs> and Evan Evan goes, I thought you were from Canada. He's like, Yeah, but I never played hockey. He's got nine hundred dollars skate. Like Evan storms off the ice and he's just like, He's got nine hundred dollars skates. He can't skate. I don't get it. He goes into Bombay's office. Bombay, by the way, they find Bombay's ice rink uh, plastered all over the place. No hockey. No hockey to be played here. But then a check cleared from Gilmore Girl, and they're able to play uh, hockey because they're oh. bringing money in, and yeah. he needs parts for a new Zambon. I'm sure it was just the check that cleared. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, mm, so does that ass. Um, <laughs> so, so Gordon Bombay, or as I like to call him, Martin Sheen Jr., because he's turning into his dad at a rapid pace. Uh, like, I swear to God, there's going to be a second coming in the West Wing, and he's going to be like the before picture. Um, so they get all these kids. They get the, the, the weird girl who's like a, a LARPer. They get the popular mean girl who just rips up on people and gets in their head psychologically. They get the extreme skateboarding uh, uh, African-American kid who just creates distractions by slamming into the boards. So there's your Luis Mendoza. Uh, okay. And they got a video, a, a goaltender who's a video gamer. And uh, he stopped, he's a great video game goaltender. But he's like 6'5". He's like 320". He can't stop a puck. It's really bizarre. It is Problem bizarre. Uh, Got to buy the rights for it, brother. Um, let me tell you. <laughs> I, so, I should have said how bizarre. I didn't. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here's the yeah. problem with this team, though. There's only three people who have or two people who have gear. It's the Canadian kid and it's this Evan whiny bastard who's really giving it to his mom like Gordon Bombay is going to give it to him, but not in that way. <laughs> yeah, the second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this kid's really just, just he hates his mom for trying to start a team and being all rah-rah and happy, like not giving her a break at all. Um, so then, so then the, what they do is they see the duck, the duck complex. They got a lost and found. Uh, how do you think they get into the duck complex and get the lost and found? Cool. Johnny, how do you think they break into the duck complex and get the lost and found? So I feel like the lost and found at the duck complex probably has a lot of great gear that these kids can they can use for themselves. And it just so happens that Gordon Bombay still has the skeleton key that opens every door. Amazing. Uh, Mark? Yeah, I think he nailed it. I was going to say there's going to be some, some outrageous caper, right? It's going to be like a two or three minute montage about this caper that the especially the the video game guy i bet he knows some ways to break in places that he read on the internet sure uh but really they planned all this out and then it turns out that the front door was just open 
And then, uh, and then they were able to just walk in. That's where I was going. I envisioned that a complete, except I, I was going for a five minute one. It was going to be just (laughs) completely over the top, uh, with explosives and and like (laughs) doing just doing the full what I call the full Bruckheimer, just going for it. And then they would just go, "Uh, guys. See, it's similar, similar to that. Yeah. One guy would be explaining the plan to everybody in the parking lot, and while yeah. he was explaining the plan, another dude would be walking outside with all the gear and be like, "Guys, the front door was open. Let's go." God, it's always the way that I envisioned that whole five, that whole thing, the five minute montage was going to be taken, was going to be lifted directly from Ocean's Eleven, where you see them plan the whole thing, but with a series of jump cuts, rapid Uh, jump cuts, exactly to explain the whole thing. Bad Leslie Nielsen can't be part of this because I feel like he'd be perfect. I I, I know he's dead, but I mean, here's what happened. So Evan goes to the front desk, said I lost my helmet. Front desk person opens the door. <laughs> but oh, but they so need to create weird. a distraction. What they do? Take take good looking twelve year old Canadian kid to sweet talk the front desk person who's about in her fifties. Um, <laughs> divert her eyes. Everybody walks in. Right they walk that. into this equipment room. It's like a fucking play it against sports. It's got new stuff, <laughs> just pristine condition. They rate it. And then as they go out, there's a continuity error because the front desk person is looking at them as they scurry out the door. And she doesn't give a shit the entire way. She doesn't care. It's not her stuff. She's getting paid minimum wage to sit there and babysit. Uh, Before that, they introduced the team. And they're just like, they're like, oh, we have our seven players. We signed up. And then Riley's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Shorzy. Um, And then... And they announce it, but they need a team name. They got these ragtag kids coming in there. Not none of them really skate. What's the team name, Mark? Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> this is Southeast Minnesota, correct? Yeah, yeah. By the way, the Adina Hawks do have a new logo. It's very spiffy. They're not black and blue anymore. They're like red and like a fuchsia. Oh, I don't know. Kind of hey. very, very hip and modern. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm going to guess that they probably chose something very progressive and uh-huh. very gender neutral. Sure. Um, there are a lot of there are a lot of females on this team. Oh, a lot. You say there's only it's seven about half kids? And half. There's about half, half and, and half. half. All right. All right. I, I'm still curious about the seven. Yeah. How many t- how many kids does a normal team did, have? Did they did they have about a five 20. and then a backup goalie or what? They, they got no. They got they got the six and then they got like an extra skater. Okay. So they change Great. out. Yeah, I really hope that, that Canadian kid knows how to play the offense and defense. Oh, no. It's a good 200-foot game that he ends what ha- up with what, what, by the time the sixth episode comes around. I'll, t- I'll tell you what happens at, to his during the first game. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, team name. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I have no no idea. Other than, I was going to say District 5, but we can't call him that. Oh. Are they going to be waterfowl as well? <laughs> I don't, um, I don't know. I'm gonna pass. I can't. I, I know. I, I'm envisioning the story. The passes. The passes. Oh, okay. All right, no. Johnny. Just kidding. Wow. I, I mean, at least you could have called him couch. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the recliners. <laughs> That'd be a great band name. It right. might already be. It might be. It's a, it's a lazy progressive punk band. Johnny, what you got? <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean, I feel like it needs to probably be in the uh, in the flying realm of things. So, uh, 
Okay. I am going to go. I'm going to go with the uh, with the Eagles. All right, the Eagles. That's a good name, Lyle. Well, you know, because it's Minnesota, so I'm going to go with the crappies. Oh, that, well, the what? Crappies. Do you say crappies? Oh, yeah. Okay, the crap. Okay, yeah. Oh, uh, so you calling them crappies? Yeah, the crappies. crappies. No, that, that's what that's that, that's what they fish there in Minnesota. There, right? it's a sunfish. Yeah, better than um, a sex boat. So they're called they're called they're called the don't bothers, because that's what because that's what the coach told uh, told uh, Evan during the during the uh, his little meeting. He's like, listen, if you're not good at hockey, why don't don't bother, brother? I don't know why Hulk Hogan. Oh, is, oh, so his coach was Hulk Hogan. Uh, don't bother, it, like, brother. I yeah. cannot wait until this devolves into some sort of letter Kenny skit. So so the don't bothers take the ice against the Cardinals. Uh, and then what happens is this Logan kid's at center because they're like, ah, you know, you're good to just take the face offs. So he puts his stick down and then he just doesn't move. And then and they're like, well, why didn't you move during the play? He's like, well, if I move my stick, I fall. So obviously this Logan <sighs> kid's really great. <clears throat> uh, yeah. First game ends up 12-0. Uh, uh, not great. During this whole time, though, uh, Lauren Graham Gilmore girl is trying to convince Gordon Bombay to coach. Evan's going into his room. Hey, coach, can you coach? She's like, don't call me coach. I'm I'm Emilio. Don't call me that either, because then we have to ruin the whole take. Um, so then uh, so then, yeah. So what happens is Gilmore girls up in the stand. She needs to clear her head. You know, her kids giving her shit about how she's giving out participation trophies at the beginning of the season. Um. So she sits in the arena, this broken down arena. Who does she find skating out on the ice? That's right. One Mr. Mighty Duck himself. Charlie Conway. No, they couldn't get Pacey. Sorry. No, it's it's Gordon <laughs> Bombay. He's skating around the ice. Oh. Yeah, no. So then the the the, the don't bothers lose twelve nothing. And what happens after that game? What do you think? What's the what's the talk after the game? Johnny, what's the talk the Gilmore girl gives after the game? Oh, she uh she comes out and she says, uh uh don't worry, kids. Get everything together. I'm going to sleep with Gordon Bombay, and we'll be fine. <laughs> hey, I like that. Uh, Lyle, what does Gilmore Girl say after the uh, after the game to this team of ragtag kids who just lost 12, 12 Cobb? Okay, she, she channels her inner Kurt Russell, channeling his inner Herb Brooks, doing the speech from Miracle. Okay, that's good. I like that. Wow. Yeah. Mark? I feel like there's a, a, a sort of a flashback happening here because I want to say that she says something to the effect of when I was a little girl, I remember a team of ragtag kids and I was in the stands when they beat the the big bad Hawks. Oh, and so she was and, a little girl cheering and on. She, she, was, wow. she was one of those random yeah. fans this right, is the in the stands. This mm. like 20 some years ago, I realized that she's not, you know, no, it, it's con- fine. It, she was probably playing little league. Time, time has no, time she has was no playing meaning. Little league. It's no, okay. she, exactly. <laughs> it's a Disney movie. So, time has so no she, meaning. So she was in the stands. She was a little girl and she saw how much heart th- those kids had when they came back and beat the Hawks. Sure. And they might reference Charlie Conway and maybe they couldn't him. afford him, but they, I think she, she name drops Charlie Conway. Yeah. And says there was this guy who wasn't really that great at hockey and invented a hockey move that doesn't actually work on the ice. So he stole a <laughs> hockey move. That was Will to stole, him, like Gordon yeah, Bombay. It was it was willed to him. Yeah, it was taught to him like in a Final Fantasy video game. <laughs> it was willed to him, but he wasn't dead. Yeah. Exactly. 
right? Yeah, it was bequeathed to him. <laughs> yes, after after he after Gordon Bombay fucked Charlie Conway's mom, yeah, but, he but got his, it as a settlement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got the triple D in Child, the settlement. Yeah, in the child. <laughs> no, it's just it was the, the first child support payment was uh, <laughs> was the triple D. Wow. That's how that's how the Minnesota just, divorce laws are behind the scenes that you don't get in the movies. Yeah. So uh so what happens, she gives this rah rah thing, Evan stands up, he's like, losing sucks. You, you, the hell I the hell I want to play like this, then goes out on the ice and starts skating. And then everyone, like Zach Morris, when he went out on the beach in the last one, we're in the summer vacation. Yeah. You know, they're doing this Stacey, thing. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. So the rest of the team comes out and they start skating and he starts teaching these kids. Like, hey, use oh. your inside edges. Starts teaching them how to skate and doing the fundamentals. And then you, the final shot of the second episode, Gordon Bombay looking out the window, kind of just nodding his head. So it makes you think that that Gordon Bombay is ready to coach and bang your mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's, he's got the devil and the angel on each shoulder. Right? <laughs> exactly. well, and the devil is his brother and the angel is actually his dad. And it's really weird. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is the thin line that that Disney shows uh, Disney shows ride, you know, back and forth is the either it's the bagging your mom or the helping the kids. You know, it's a very thin line between that yeah, exactly. in most Disney shows. <laughs> so that ends episode two. Episode three is called Breakaway. It drops this Friday. Here's the notes that I actually took. Um, so episode one in chronological order. Uh, a nice nod to Hendrick Hockey because the Hendrick Hockey Circle, the number two youth hockey podcasts, the lack of quack. How did Riley get a coaching spot? Uh, backseat hockey parents, the typical youth parents, because they have like trainers and stuff and nutritionists in the stands. Um, uh, Lauren Graham preaching fun, but then goes the Bender method of I'll get my own team with hookers and blackjack. Um, they couldn't get EA licensing for the video game. So it's this really shitty like PlayStation one kind of video game. Um, new Canadian kid, kid in town. Not good. New Charlie is more dramatic than old Charlie. Um, there's a team parade and there's a new Hawks logo. Like before the season, they do a parade of all the teams that are playing. Um, they have a bad flying V when they come out, but they talk about, oh, it's the 12 to 14 age group and there's checking allowed and encouraged. And then number two, there's a trust. I forgot about that. Instead of practice, the first practice is them having a trust circle beforehand and letting out their emotions. Because Gilmore Girl thought that's going to be good. Uh, the Nick kid is uh, says he has two moms, so that's progressive for Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. This is my favorite line, Coach Bombay, more like Coke's Bombay, as they're trying Ooh. to get him to coach. Oh, um, uh, the new they have New Jersey. Why is the podcast going on the game itself? How was Game One only a twelve nothing loss? Evan is kind of a twat to his mom, but wants to be a good teammate. <laughs> oh, they didn't say that on Disney. No, that's no, that's my you. that's my okay. notes. That's your analysis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have on episode two. Evan is a bit of a twat twice um, on this one. He is a whiny <laughs> bitch. Holy fuck! Uh, like I mean, at least Charlie Conway, like he was, he was, he was like, ah, oh, yeah, come on, he mom. had heart. He had like, hard he his mom involved in this because he knew he would get a captaincy if you know, his mom slept with Gordon Bombay yes, and then right. not right. show up to the movie. Um, I mean, so, you yeah. remember? You remember he stood his ground when you knew Charlie Conway had heart was when Bombay told him to take a dive and he stood there in the corner and and kept getting hit and didn't fall. That's when you knew yeah. he had heart. Exactly. And then he got benched. And then he got benched because of for it. not listening to the coach. Take <laughs> right. the fall, act hurt, or take the fall, no. get hurt, act indignant. There you go. 
there you go. Uh, I'm hoping the next game, the, ne- the the previews for the next episode, they take on the Ducks. So really early. Ooh. Oh wow! Really early in this. That's a, only, that's quick. Only six episodes in this season. Uh, I don't like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is predict. like a pilot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That they play I, the I Ducks have a season arc. If they want to get in touch with me, like honestly, we we have a whole episode about. <laughs> you have a four season arc. Yeah, exactly. Four yeah, season. Yeah. So if they want, I want to go back and listen to it and kind of just decipher what the hell's going on and see how close I am to it on the first season. I mean, Mark they should Dixon. bring back. Uh, they should bring back the actual ducks. I mean, they did them in their promotional allegedly, and let them let them yeah. help the team out. Yeah, allegedly that's going to happen because that was those were they sent some stills from episodes that come to become, and the the limo goes out on the ice, and the ice might crack because it's a shitty rink. Mark, what's your prediction for episode three? Episode three. I'm going to say that Bombay hosts an open skate. He doesn't mention hockey, uh-huh. but he does tell Gil- uh, Gilmore Girl to bring the team. Uh, and then he may invite some of his friends to, oh. to, to help show that some That sounds like off. another movie I don't know. Yeah, that's and, interesting. That's, that's, that's called Mighty Fucks. That's a completely different movie. <laughs> Yeah, that turned into a, I'm here for the gangbang. Uh, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, you know, Connie shows up and maybe Fulton teaches him how to take a slap shot. And then how to be a blind lawyer. Yeah, and a bl- he's not the blind lawyer. He's the what? friend of the blind lawyer. Oh. The blind lawyer is the superhero. He's just a friend. Oh, baby! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I knew it was Thank going you. there. Thank we, you. Had to, we had to leave Scotty in space for that. Yes. <laughs> we leave that pregnant pause. Johnny, any any idea for uh, episode three? So uh, I'm going to say that episode three, uh, the uh, don't cares. Don't bother. Uh, the don't. <laughs> same thing. Uh, the, the don't bothers get destroyed by the ducks. It's like 22 to nothing. And Gordon Bombay watches this occur from his uh, perched window uh, in his in his rink, and uh, and decides uh, right at the end of uh, of the third episode that uh, I, I think I have something that I can teach these kids. I know these ducks. Uh, I know what they can do. I got the I got Hans's ashes behind my shoulder, and he's telling me, "Get out there!" Yeah. And this is also when the Gilmore girl starts hitting on him. So, I mean, it's just a natural progression. Oh, yeah, no, I think when... No, when no, she again, that's fucks. Mighty Fucks, not Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> different different storyline. two. <laughs> uh, and, and Lyle, I'm going to chalk you up to Don't Care. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, No, no, <laughs> Couch. Couch, all right. Couch. Where I'll be watching episode three. There you uh, go. The Mighty Ducks. Gordon Bombay is going to fuck Bob them off. It goes Chris Chelios and throws a couch out the window. Mm. Well, they were in Mighty Ducks 2 together. So, there you go. <laughs> some lessons. Uh, Lyle, thank you for the breaking news. My pleasure, guys. Thank I got to for... go. Uh, now I got to go write it up. So. <laughs> we, are, we, will, we will make sure we get Mighty Ducks talk out in the first block. Um, <laughs> so, you don't have to endure that. But hopefully, my computer will work. Uh, more promptly. So there we go. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Enjoy deadline day. We'll have a recap next week. We absolutely will. Have a Salud. good one, guys.
There we go. Zlaurich inspectorshockey.net at Spectershockey on Twitter. Johnny, shout outs. I give a shout out to the uh, first season arc of the Mighty Fucks. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. It sounds good. The six episodes, I wasn't exactly uh, expecting. Yeah. You don't, a, they don't normally split them up into episodes, do they? Weird. No, not normally. No, Pornhub's normally like 10 to 13 minutes from what I've heard. <laughs> um, well, then it kind of is episodic if you have a long. <laughs> All right, we'll go on. Uh, I I appreciate that everything is coming back. I would like them to figure out how to do it better, but it's basically like, hey, we need a reason to get everybody's parents back into streaming things. Let's bring back Punky Brewster. Uh, so. I, I the marketing that goes into this great go for it um i will probably not never watch the mighty ducks game changers because i won't have disney plus mm. um i'll give a shout out to hbo max though because apparently i've got a lot of shit to watch um i mean it depends it, on what you want to start with the wires a, the wires a little slow and heavy so i mean it's, yeah yeah, they've been out for a while at this the point. The wire's a little slow and heavy, but builds. Entourage yeah. starts off quick, and uh, and is and, and tapers off toward the end. But it takes it, really it takes a little while. Jeez, God, I've got a lot of TV to watch. Yeah, you do. I, I give a a disc to sleep <laughs> for ten hours a night because I've got so much TV to watch. So, Whew. shout out to Johnstown. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make go, boys. Happen, baby, let's. Go. Let's fucking go, boys. LFG. Mark. Shout out to Truly after a bourbon stout. You cool. guys didn't think it could be done. We didn't say it couldn't be done. We said it shouldn't be done. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Death for my retirement uh, nest egg sitting up on the shelf there. Just wait until uh, you. Put that into NFT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, shout out to sleep training. We're doing sleep training, which has been going okay. We started that on, I want to say, Thursday of last week. Yes, Thursday of last week. So. I'm not doing it, even though I'm the best sleeper in our family. Yeah. I mean, you would you would clearly be the subject matter expert, but... Yeah. I'm not sure that Too far she's away. Cap- capable of taking notes to that level of detail yet. You're, I mean, yeah, you're, that's like the PhD version. Exactly. I was, I was just about to say the same thing. You're you're on the you're at the PhD level. She's still working on her bachelor's degree. So, uh, I mean, really, just associate's degree at this. Maybe just GED of sleeping at this point. I mean, she's way back there. Not even close. She cries every time she goes into her room. Wow. Even if it's just for a diaper change, doesn't matter. She hates it. She hates her room. So we're <laughs> we're working on it. Maybe maybe we gotta maybe go. Maybe you to... should paint it. <laughs> paint it with what? So that the fumes knock her out? Is that what no, you're saying? Just make it a different color so she doesn't know it's her room. <laughs> There's that. There you go. Outsmarting babies. <laughs> Good. Helping that trust. You know what's funny though is she she really likes Hudson's room for some reason. Like well, just paint it the same color as Hudson's room. Yeah, make it look that. the same. Yeah, sure. good good idea. That'll. That's what I'm here that for. Should work. 
That's it. I mean, uh, let's not play this because you're going to have to do that. So, <laughs> right. We'll cut, we'll make, we'll cut this. And honestly, you know what? Shout out to Mighty Fucks because I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet, to be honest with you. It seemed pretty obvious that it should have happened by Don't now. Don't Google that. <laughs> no. The problem is, is the D and the F are so close together, ladies. <laughs> yeah. So. Up to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that Very could nice. be a bad typo. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't think you said, Disney you said be all over do that. Google that, right? Do Google yeah, that? Yeah, yeah do gonna... Google. Guess what? Nothing comes up, so that's the problem. Damn it. Oh. Yeah, I so know. So it really was never anything. No. <laughs> well, we know what we got to do. <laughs> Apparently, hockey board's not a thing. Yeah. Uh, no, but hockey smut is. I'm going to go, hockey... I'm gonna go well, ahead. Well, yes, because remember, we had hockey romance novels. Yeah, yeah, but that did. doesn't. I mean, there's a different. It's a different medium. It's that's as, video that's as close, versus. Books. That's as close as we can get, though. Well, you got We're gonna just have to make the books into movies. Sure. Yes. And then be like, I really like the book better. <laughs> <laughs> it gave you more room for imagination. Don't worry, guys. I'll, I'll give Elon a call. I'm sure he'll be on board with this idea. I'm. Uh, I'm... <laughs> I you know I'm I like the movie but I don't care about local singles in my area. <laughs> I don't care about moms looking to fuck down the street. Anyway, there's a button here that says search only for the mighty fucks. Don't read. Don't there we go. Classic <laughs> the mighty fucks porn and retro videos. Hey, That's there good. we go. Did it. Um, shout out Clover Baltimore. Don't ask why. Um, shout out to the for Disney Plus putting on just a yeah, great. I didn't. I didn't know how how that Charlie Conway could get worse, but we got the Evan kid, and he's really up there. Uh shout out to the uh, the Black Bears on a run, big sweep this weekend. Hopefully, continue. And I don't think they've ever won in Johnstown, if I if memory serves. Um, not that I know of. Not that I know of either. Um, yeah, that's about it. We're done after computer problems. Just to this laptop for having to reboot forty five thousand fucking times. We're getting going, but here we are. We did it. So you guys have a wonderful week. We're actually up on podcasters now, so you can get to that. Um, but yeah, for Johnny P. Mark with the CM, Scotty Waz, take care of yourself and someone else has been Face Off Hockey Show on the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction Network. Uh, you guys can go ahead and uh, check out the podcasters. It's all over there now. You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash faceoffhockeyshow. Uh, you can check out the uh, Twitter, twitter.com slash FOHS radio, facebook.com slash FOHS radio. Instagram.com slash FOHS radio. All the fun stuff there. Um, Till next week, we'll talk more about the Mighty Ducks afterwards and then all that other fun stuff until the trade deadline.